0: Welcome to a Women's Brew where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we're brewing up something a little bit different as we take a slight hop from our usual ingredients. How it turns out may just be written in the tea leaves. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello, hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us.
1: Long today I don't think it is I think you're you're just extra tired (laughs) I think it's the normal length you're just you're just double tired so yeah yeah (laughs) well you'll be happy to know I mean the people listening may not be happy to know but you'll be happy to know that it's probably mainly me doing the talking today um I'm slightly better than you I guess we should preface we're (laughs) tired we had we had the beer festival at the weekend. We you were there for weekend. way, way That's more of it time. than I was. <laughs> you got back way, like, a good amount of time after me. Yeah. Um, I, I did just,
0: a lot of talking. I, t- I did a lot of talking. Do you know what? I was talking to Nat Watson about this, actually. Um, and we were talking about how we should probably warm up our voices before we start doing all this talking, right? Because, you know, she did a lot of talking during like during lockdown when she was doing classes and doing book club and thing. And um, actually, she's now like she's now having to, like, retrain her voice because... Oh, interesting. Yeah, because where she did so much talking, she it kind of, she kind of started talking in a way to compensate for all the talking she was doing, and now she's got to kind of go back to talking so that she doesn't damage her vocal cords. And, uh, and I was like, oh, <laughs> like, I do a lot of talking as well. Like, maybe we need to think about doing a bit of a warm-up before we start. And then did so much talking at the weekend this morning. I was like, I'm definitely losing my voice. Is this just... Because I was talking to Nat about it or what? Who knows?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I I do I do much more at, at these type of events, especially if I'm like your type of working is different than my type of working. So like my type of working is a lot of active listening. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so you have to do a lot and more talking pointing. to people. Yeah, you have to do a lot of talking to people. Yeah. I have to just do a lot of active listening And complimenting people. I did a lot of complimenting people on their attire. Like I was like, excellent shirt, really amazing shirt. Uh, Yeah, usually it's just a lot of like shirt admiration. And uh, when someone goes, that's really good, I go... Thank you. As if I brewed it. <laughs> and, um, I was like, thank you. I will take the compliment. I appreciate you. Um, and yeah, I think that's more, that's more my spirit or, or like the most I have to do is someone will be like, what do you have on? And I have to explain it or they'll ask for a recommendation. And then th- there's conversation there, but you have to like proactively go and talk to people. Okay, Mine's a lot yeah. more reactive. So I, I think I'm to... okay. I did think I was losing my people. voice first thing this morning though, because it's really loud. <laughs> You, it's have really loud, so you have to shout over everybody. It's
0: really loud, to so have to talk over people. You're doing a lot of talking because you're seeing people, like I'm talking to customers, i was talking to the, to the people there, i was talking to people, you know, that recognise me. Someone came up to me and complimented us on the podcast and uh, he didn't tell me what his name oh. was, but you know who you are because you came up to me in by <laughs> the American bar and told us that you love the podcast and we needed to keep up the good work. So thank you for saying that oh, to me. You didn't, me you. Your name, you didn't tell me your name though. didn't tell me your name. But you said t- you said that you told Tori as well previously that we were doing a great job. So thank you for listening.
1: I was going to say I did I did get I did have like a f- at least one or two people be like, oh yeah, listen to us. Oh, thank, yeah, so thank you, thank you, thank
0: you. Unidentified your listeners
1: for people continuing
0: to listen <laughs> to us um, today's being. If it where... was you, well,
1: message us, message <laughs> yes, us, and be like, that us. was me. I so was, was unidentified me. human number one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tell us who you were so we can give you a proper shout out. Um, I feel like today's beers might actually like they
1: might soothe.
0: My, I was going to say
1: the tenuous link there maybe. is today's episode. If you haven't figured it out from yeah. the intro, I mean we've done a coffee one. Yep. And now it's time to do a tea one. So yeah, we're doing a tea, so, yeah, tea, doing a tea one. Now.
0: Or beers that kind of try and emulate tea flavours, I suppose, as well. It's a
1: it's a it's a tea theme. We're going yes. with with a tea time theme. Yes. <laughs> because, because what else would a, a Bostonian <laughs> and a Brit two very different reasons for, for having tea so important to them. <laughs> I'm I'm well, okay. I, I threw I've mine got, in a harbour <laughs> I've got a confession you have it at a special time of day. <laughs> I have a confession to make.
0: Yes. I don't like ever well, I don't really ever drink tea i'm a terrible british person like um like i used to when i was a kid because you know everyone drank tea but i prefer coffee i'd much rather have a coffee um sometimes i'll have a chai vanilla chai yeah. um every now and then so i used to really like twinings uh grapefruit and pineapple green tea but they seem to have stopped making it
1: that sounds really um, interesting it
0: was really lovely used to enjoy that little squeeze of honey in there very nice um but they seem to have stopped making it. So I don't have that anymore. I had, oh, no. Oh, I, had, I had a really nice... Pe- I, mm, see this? <laughs> so now I, now <laughs> you, I you feel conflicted. More confessions. Like, mm, mm. Mm. More confessions. I actually quite like an iced tea. Ooh, yeah, I do as well, though, like but that's not iced iced a surprise. Yeah, yeah, but I'm English so iced yeah. tea is supposed to be a bit weird for us but i really like an iced tea yeah
1: but do you think that's because british people have it in their head that it's the same thing with iced coffees when i say about iced coffees and people go oh it's like in their brain they think i've made a hot coffee <laughs> and <laughs> then just like put it in <laughs> a mug and then let it sit there until <laughs> it got cold enough to drink like i'm not joking the amount of people i had to be like that's not a thing that's too, nice. <laughs> and it's the same yeah, it's the me. same thing with iced tea like i don't yeah. just make a cup of tea Let put go in go. your standard you know your builder's <laughs> tea you get the milk in there and they're like which shade we're like pick your <laughs> gradient i find that the most difficult thing about british people that's the most stressful thing when, oh, when someone's like oh yeah. i was like i'll make you tea and they're like cool and i'm like how do you want it and then it's like oh just a splash of milk and i was like i right. don't know because everyone's splash is different <laughs> just i'm like you add your own stuff <laughs> i will but i will brew it for you i will put it in a cup for you i will give it to you and i'll give you the milk, the milk and i'll give you the sugar yeah. and you can yeah. do it however you want because i find that very stressful and if yeah. you do it the wrong way someone's gonna be offended like it is a fact but That's it's like true. yeah i'm not just chucking milk in there and then being like leave it out for a bit that was that, like, that was
0: a big deal when i used to work when the, like my job involved kind of a little bit of hospitality with people come into the office and you know you'd have to be Immediate like no. can i get you can i get you a tea or coffee or oh, you want tea how do you like your tea and then i'm like mate i don't even like i don't make tea at home the ways that british people go and describe
1: it though it's like i guess we're you're like that's my husband like i understand understand what what he wants i've seen the coloration of it if he don't like it he can do it himself (laughs) but like also true but like I find that the most challenging thing about being in the UK is when some when you have to make tea. That is honestly, forget all the shit that you have to learn for like the citizenship booklet. It should literally be like your citizenship, like make someone a cup of tea <laughs> and do it based off the instructions that they give you.
0: Ooh, because like if they don't factor level
1: activities. if they don't have, it's like basically like an escape the room. It's like if you don't have a color palette of like here you go let's go with like you know the paint toner like Like, if you don't have one of those Dulux paint like samples of like it's this color one I'm not gonna be able to figure out like how much is a splash because like one person's splash you go like boop and you just put like a little bit and they're like not milky enough and they're like I want it milky enough that I can taste the milk I'm like I I don't know what What, point do you taste the milk (laughs) how much milk and then but then also if it's too much milk ruined and they're like it's a bit milky for me and you're just you can tell when they don't drink it you're like well i fucked it up but then you don't but you can't figure out how you fucked it up like i don't. I can, I can
0: literally feel your anxiety about this it. like I, I can feel it
1: it's palpable I, yeah. I am not even lying to you when i say i think i've attempted to make like three people tea, and it was like someone coming to do the boiler and i was like well i'm never gonna see them again it's fine or someone coming to do the plastering but even then i don't think i've made it like even my in-laws with coffee i'm like i've given you the coffee here's the milk
0: yeah i don't think you've ever had it yours
1: no i because of this reason i go i will boil i'm fine with that. i will brew you the coffee <laughs> or yeah. i will I, I will either brew your pot or put it in an espresso or make you instacart i've got all the coffee for you i've got all the tea bags for you yeah. whatever you want but i am not going to mix it for you because just that's just a personal thing anyway.
0: <laughs> like when i come and visit i basically live there
1: Yes. i didn't have to leave to go work at crafty i was like see you yeah. later
0: bye and it was just me and i was sat in the living room felin was having a little nap i was sat doing a little bit of work on my laptop rick was out in the carriage doing what he had to do and
1: then i was like i'm going rick bye <laughs> he was like, see you later yeah, see, you see you tonight later. <laughs> like yeah. i lived there it was oh I, I what i will say about tea though and because i just want to clarify this point about the whole you don't just leave it out to get cold like so no. i do You're so the tea that it. i do have so the tea that i do have, i like iced tea and yep. occasionally i will have a peppermint tea because like sometimes i will have it if i'm not feeling well peppermint tea is like for me probably just easy because you just chuck it in hot peppermint tea i don't drink a lot of hot beverages but if it's really cold i'm feeling really shit potentially i'll have a peppermint tea Mm -hmm. and i have bought quite a few of the burden blend teas and they have been very good when i've had them i've started buying the loose the loose leaf teas Mm. um But I'm going to say this. It's like I'm a coffee drinker first and foremost. And what I think is funny is on occasion, like Burden Blend, for example, will go, here's these really interesting mixed boxes of teas. And I go, those flavours sound really nice. And I want to pretend I'm a tea person. So I buy the tea bags and then I pretty much like never get around. I will have them. Like I'll get around to having them, but I'll have like one and then I'll drink half of it and I'll go like, oh, it's... (sighs) Just too hot this and then it the same, just gets is, too
0: cold this is the same as chewy sweets with
1: you isn't it you only get halfway I
0: like, through I, and then you're
1: I done i love the i love the idea of it and then i'm like the flavors were great for the first like <laughs> half and then i i'm like oh, i kind of don't want the rest but i do pretend like i want to have it but the one thing that i do stick with is chai tea lattes i have made those i've bought normal chai tea bags and vanilla chai tea bags and i've made myself iced chai tea lattes but we'll talk about chai later okay that is that is on the agenda
0: so we've we've talked about like brewing with like putting tea into beer previously but we've not really talked about different types of tea in beer so i think this is this is going to be fun um yeah should we say which one we're going to talk about first
1: yeah so i think that's fair enough to say uh we're going to talk about pomona pomona islands tamaki 2 which is a plum and hojicha sour so i've had this already this is the first one we're having um i've had it already and the reason this is kind of like this and the next one we're going to have are kind of the reasons why we were doing this episode because I had this yeah. one and it was really like super interesting, super tasty and I wanted you to have it. And then I was like, we could just do a tea episode <laughs> so I could make yeah, an excuse to buy it's, it again.
0: Well, as per usual, it's taken us a little while to actually do it. Like I've had these for a little while. I've also got, I've it's got still a matcha, before, It's fine. I've got a matcha IPA as well.
1: Uh, did you get the oh uh, that's that is one that i wanted but really? i couldn't get hands on it it sold out and then i couldn't find it anywhere so it was very sad times but yeah well, i
0: can always cut this bit out and we can just drink it together and i just won't talk it i can just save it
1: or, or, or you do don't that. have to cut it out and we could just go let's save it for a bonus episode oh yeah there we go
0: right so i've got <laughs> it's, it is a green tomodachi matcha ipa from north brewing co's field recordings which is their like interesting stuff um so that's going to be a bonus episode there you go i'm
1: going to save it so that i can drink it with tori this Ta-da. is exciting all right let's pour the beer and then okay. before we try it, i can tell you about what is Hajicha Perfect. and what the tasting notes are um, what color am i expecting this to come out because i feel like i'm expecting it to be red is it going to be red i don't know i don't really want to tell you what color ah. it's going to be just make a guess pour it and see what happens Ooh. she's foamy. Oh, mine's all right. Ooh. Oh, yeah, it's a little bit pink tinged. I think it's quite pink tinged, to be fair. Mine's very. It's blush. I would say blush. Yeah,
0: that's good. Blush and blush. Blush and (laughs) bashful. Blush and bashful. Your colours are pink and pink, my dear. That's still my favourite blush blush
1: colour. Oh, and it just smells really lovely. But we'll get into that in a minute. It
0: does smell lovely
1: so what is ha- hajicha like do you know like i guess do you know anything about it where are we I going Know nothing with this?
0: about nothing. nothing cool you take
1: my approach you've taken my approach to whether it's yep. anything i'm gonna learn about and i go i'm doing no research beforehand <laughs> you
0: are teaching today it's your turn you tell us all the things
1: oh uh, excellent well i'll do my best um so hajicha and i guess in theory i probably could be pronouncing this slightly wrong, but that's how I'm going to carry on because that's how I usually do. Um, So hojicha is a type of Japanese green tea. So hoji means roast and cha means tea. So if you are studying Japanese like myself, um, if you are, (laughs) if you are a, um, a, a person learning another language, you can learn that ocha is green tea so yeah if you see ocha anywhere that is that it means green tea Okay. so cha meaning tea and i think actually there's quite a few different languages where cha means tea or there is something very similar that that means tea so in in asian countries so and
0: chai means tea doesn't it so
1: it does i was gonna get to that we got to chai. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert spoiler alert <laughs> uh and i can tell you i learned about that <laughs> from I, I more or less learned about that from spider-man <laughs> so i will tell you about that i'll tell you about that when Ooh, we get there for that. but yeah so uh it's so hojicha originated in kyoto in the 1920s okay. so i think the things here to kind of understand is like when when we say it's japanese green tea i think a lot of people think of matcha so we can kind of go through the difference of like what is matcha and what is hojicha afterwards but um it's so obviously marcha is the more famous of the green teas and it's made by grinding tencha green tea leaves until it's a fine powder but hojicha is made by roasting green tea leaves so you can powderize it so you can have like hojicha powder but typically you know when you're talking about like the leaves themselves they are they are um roasted so that is a difference that is the main difference there um the idea behind the creation which i thought was really interesting um The creation of hojicha was that it was created in an effort to reduce machine harvest waste by roasting leftover leaves, stems and twigs over hot charcoals, which would then leave a reddish brown fragrant tea. So, oh, that's quite interesting. A little bit of sustainability in there. (laughs) Um, Apparently, it's not just good hot, it it also makes really good ice drinks as well. So it's it's really good as a base for cold brews and tea lattes, uh, strictly because of its roasted flavours and that low bitterness so there are lots of different varieties of hojicha uh when you look it up there is there's a bit of variety but uh, as a whole um basically the appearance it as i said already it can be in loose leaf powder uh, or in powder form color wise it's a reddish brown color so if you think about like black tea it is a, a light black tea it will similar to that. Um, and the intensity of the hue is dependent upon the specific techniques that the roasters use as well as the tea leaves that are used. so that was interesting that there's some like variants there in the hue just depending okay. on how it's how it's been roasted. like with um, malts. yes like with malts. there's a lot of reasons why we're going to come to like how throughout this episode about how there's similarities between tea and beer. brewing, brewing and brewing. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, so that was the appearance aroma wise you're gonna get warm toasty aroma with notes of roasted nuts caramel and sometimes there's a hint of smokiness smokiness as well um it'll be interesting to see whether or not we get it in this beer i'm not sure um i guess before i move on to the tasting notes do you get any of that with this i
0: do i was just thinking so i think this beer smells kind of like sour plum bit of herbal tea but i was getting a little bit of smokiness and i just wondered if that was me making it up but maybe it is
1: it's very, I, I can see what, what you're smelling and it is very, very, like, very subtle like it's undertone. smoked,
0: but there's kind no. of this almost kind of slight smoky
1: element to it. I think I can almost, in a way, get some, like, and again, it might just be how the plum's landing with all these other notes. I do get a little bit of, like, herbalness as well, but I don't yeah. know if that is more because that's what I'm looking for. Um, but I feel like that sort of plum, that plum element, and how it comes together with those others those other scents almost i can kind of potentially maybe get a very very subtle like caramelized element there mm-hmm. as well but again i don't know if it's that that's because obviously in that. my brain i know what that is <laughs> yeah. i know what hojicha is like i'm looking for tea i'm looking for those tea yeah. notes and the plum is just obviously the most obvious so i feel like the most obvious aroma to pick out is the plum for sure um taste wise with this Well, with the tea, not so much this beer, you're going to get mellow and smooth flavor. So there should be lower stringency and bitterness compared with other green teas. It's going to be toasty and nutty flavors. Um, This is what I think you'll appreciate. Often it resembles a roasted barley or a slight cocoa flavor, um, which I think probably complements different beer styles quite well. Maybe I wouldn't have thought sour, but I would have definitely thought that it would complement particular beer styles fairly well um it tends to be a lot more popular with people that are more novices into green tea because it's a lot more mellow and approachable Mm. comparatively uh and what we talk about because we always do this when i when i talk about the characteristics of of the tasting notes of things in terms of pairing it is quite versatile because of the toasty and nutty characteristics so there were some specific call-outs for like what you can pair the tea with was light pastries roasted vegetables and grilled meats so, yeah, you've had a sip already. Well, I have a yeah. sip. You tell me about how you <laughs> I've found been it. i
0: drinking it. Um, I don't think I get toasty or nutty, necessarily. It's a very fruity beer. Really get that plum. There's a nice kind of balancing sourness. And I think I get, like, that herbal tea. I
1: don't get the smokiness in the flavour either. To be fair, I'm not sure if it's really supposed to be smokiness in the flavour. The smokiness was more in the aroma oh, wow. than it was in the flavour. There we go i do find it like for a sour as well i do feel like the acidity level isn't like it isn't as high as some of the oh, other no. sours you could have are and there is almost like a fair bit of smooth
0: yeah it's smooth. i don't want to say
1: creamy because it's not creamy but like almost a little bit of that smoothness to it and then i do feel like The plum is really like the star of it and i find it's like oh it's beautiful and like the reason i wanted it is because i feel like i don't see enough beers that are utilizing plum but i feel like at least not not over the last few months but i feel like what's kind of like lingering once that sip is kind of gone and you're doing the breathe out there is for me again this like herbal Uh, this herbal taste that's kind of left but again i don't know if that's because like in my brain i'm like tea so think tea and my brain is programmed to kind of go in there and think about tea uh but yeah i i I quite enjoy it i I find it really interesting really drinkable and i wanted to have it again so i was like let's have a tea episode so i can have it again and i think as a sour like you could give it to someone who's just kind of just getting
0: into sours like it's not like up there on the levels like you could give it to a new sour in person who enjoys sours and they it would continue them on their journey
1: i agree and i think but it also still has a tart element to it like there is that that plum flavor it does have that really like that sharpness to it but not aggressively it is a very approachable tartness so i feel like if somebody was really wanting to get into sours and they weren't afraid of sour notes but they just didn't want to start off with something really aggressive like i would say this is a step up from when you have those like session sours from vault city for example yeah, where yeah, they are yeah. more fruity and less tart um this is definitely has that like bit of sharp tartness at the front of it um but i think I most kind of like what what we said about the hojicha and that it is a lot more approachable of the green teas for example this is quite mellow compared to some other sours that are out there and it is quite approachable in that aspect so i feel like whether that has anything to do with the tea utilized there (laughs) i don't know but it it is a good representation for what it should be i think in that sense
0: i think this would go really well with like a vanilla cheesecake
1: i bet it would yes
0: like the the acidity is going to cut through the creaminess of the cheesecake but you've got that fruitiness that's just gonna like because you've got like the simple flavor of like a vanilla cheesecake, and then that fruitiness will add like like it's got you've got a little bit of compote on top. I it. was gonna say it's like the compote, yeah. isn't it? Be good. And it
1: is just um, it, it, it's not too there's like no flavors here that are too overpowering. They work really really well yeah. together, and it's just a really like smooth, really well flavored beer. So the back of the label it says brewed to celebrate second birthday of Tamaki. Uh, The art director, maker and creative director Gaz's son. Juicy sour plums with grilled hajicha tea and uh, uh, from Bahia teas make this farmhouse sour a good news beer. So hopefully there's, in the same way that there's the abukis every year. I think there's, they do the the tamakis every year. So it is, I really particularly loved it yeah and it's a really good beer i feel like i could drink a lot of this <laughs> especially as far as sours go i don't think i'd wake up the next day and be like everything hurts it's <laughs> like, not there's not too much acid where you're like ah, i'm dying i need the remedies. <laughs> i don't even i'm just like i'm like i can can power through and then i'm like (laughs) the heartburn it i refuse to like give up the fact that i get heartburn now from them because i just think i drink sours and like wild stuff like what bretted shit like so much now i'm like everything hurts all the time (laughs) yeah so i can give you another really what i find is another really interesting fact about her as well Mm -hmm. so um it contains caffeine so i mean as most people not be surprised tea contains caffeine um for the most part uh it does contain caffeine but it is very low compared to other types of japanese green tea and supposedly now i don't know how factually true this is because i haven't witnessed this myself uh but supposedly it's low enough that children in japan drink it (laughs) i did make a note that says i don't know how factually correct that is uh but yeah the lower of the lower level of caffeine is due to the roasting process so it can cause some of that caffeine to break down so i thought that was really interesting actually because i didn't really realize that it was the roasting process that changed caffeine Mm. levels so even when we did our coffee episode i don't think we really talked about how caffeine was impacted like in the roasting of coffee so i thought that was quite interesting so i thought i'd check so it's the baby chino of japanese tea (laughs) don't you talk about baby Ch- there's still caffeine in it if you were like i want the I can i get a chai tea latte but hold off on the chai or like hold off on the caffeine please and then you'd be like i want this with no caffeine that's a baby chino i stand by everything i've ever said it's a hill i will die on <laughs> even when i was wrong i will fight to the death for it but yeah supposedly i don't know i've never really like witnessed children in japan drinking any type of tea. i mean yeah. as far as i'm aware maybe they have i don't know but i'm sure it's true because the internet told me so <laughs> i thought i'd sp- spread that information right. <laughs> obviously our overlords i'll spread the good word um yeah so i thought i just thought it was interesting because like again when i think green tea i think like matcha so like it's all yeah. like well another thing that i found really interesting interesting about the uh when talking about green tea as i sort of said when i think about green tea i think about matcha and i think about japan and like instantly i think about specifically kyoto because that's like a really big like in terms of like ceremonies and like everything centered around like matcha like that is a big place where matcha is quite important and quite well known (laughs) um but i actually learned that green tea is considered to have originated in china so mm-hmm. i thought that was like i didn't realize that i had always in my brain thought green tea was from more from japan than china but no apparently it originated in china so that was a bit of an interesting one that i thought i would uh i'd share there and uh yeah i think the differences as well when we're talking about like matcha versus hojuchas, um, yeah primarily like i said you can kind of use or you just like a base in lots of different things like lattes chocolates like different recipes whereas matcha when we're talking that type of green tea that is more specifically just for um prepared and like hot like hot tea hot drinking tea i mean you do get like iced matcha lattes and you get matcha in stuff now i think it's quite trendy like going to starbucks and getting like much of frappuccinos and stuff like that but typically it is generally prepared as like a hot beverage so yeah there you go that's our that's our first tea first tea down nice
0: so our second one second beer is from beretta brewing co um and it is called gratification It is an imperial stout with cacao nibs coffee bit off topic uh, oolong milk tea <laughs> vanilla nutmeg
1: and cinnamon uh, it's a special brew yeah i think we were doing some online shopping yeah for an episode a different episode entirely I different do. episode uh and then i saw this and i was like oh, and i kept being like oh it's a bit it's like sort of budget wise we really shouldn't get it but then i saw what it was and i was like that's super interesting and then it just validated the fact that we had to have a tea episode yeah so.
0: Um, it's also 10.3% on the school night, but, you know, we're doing this for you, fine. listeners.
1: My husband literally was like, I don't understand how you're drinking stouts and imperial stouts on a Monday night, especially after you just went to a beer festival over the weekend. And I was like,
0: eh. Hair that's all I mate. could say. What doesn't kill it you makes like, you stronger, right?
1: Start of the week as you mean to go on with the week. <laughs> so,
0: I mean, I've got, I've got another beer festival at the end of this week. I don't, <laughs> but I am going for
1: beers at the end of this week i've got keep it all topped up right and just be like a steady level (laughs) i've got a thing that i can't say that's happening this week and then i've got at the weekend some friends visiting so (laughs) it's gonna be great great. oh look at that oh it smells like cold
0: brew it does i smell the tea in it though
1: it's almost a bit like weirdly almost a bit perfumey as well yeah that'll be the nutmeg and the cinnamon oh, i love it i love it so much <laughs> I lo- like just i just know i was like this smells amazing it smells it doesn't smell like like i really hope that it tastes as good as it smells because you know how like sometimes you have these beers that smell amazing <sighs> yeah and then you taste them and they're not bad yeah but I mean, you just you don't go taste like that but it's smelled to like 10 And if i hadn't smelled it i would have been like cool taste is up there but because i smelled it and the smell was a 10 i'm like well all of a sudden it's dropped down because it's never gonna live up to that i just keep going back to the smell because it just keeps smelling really good um so i'll get to the taster notes uh so i've kind of broken it down into two different things so i've done oolong and i've done milk tea just to kind of capture what is what because milk tea can cross over kind of to all of the teas yeah um but oolong what is oolong there's many types of oolongs so um oolong itself is a partially oxidized tea and that falls between um green tea and black tea and it's traced back to china historically uh it's believed to have uh, to have emerged during the ming dynasty which is between 1368 and 1644 see this girl has googled so (laughs) look at that um, it was believed that a man named Wu Liang accidentally discovered it when dealing with distractions during the tea drying process and so obviously whatever happened and distracted him he came back to find that the leaves had undergone partial oxidation oh, supposedly again this is just kind of the lore around it um, and then yeah when when brewing the leaves he found them to be really unique in flavor so it led to the process of oxidation being repeated in future to create oolong tea um the name oolong is believed to have come from the name wulong which translates to black dragon tea in chinese so it's thought that the name was inspired by the dark twisted appearance of the tea leaves themselves so that was quite cool quite interesting again apologies if i'm butchering how to say these names because my mouth just can't probably make the sounds they need to make i'm doing my best um and yeah so basically oolong tea holds cultural significance today in both china and taiwan where in china it's marked as an embodiment of skilled craftsmanship and oolong is pretty much utilized um in various different traditional tea ceremonies. While in Taiwan it's actually a key part of their agriculture and and their culture as a whole. Um and there's a lot of tea tourism spots that have Ooh. that have kind of popped up within Taiwan. That's big for tea tourism, which I thought was really interesting cuz I didn't know that. Um caffeine level wise, it sits between green tea and black tea so it is not uh, a baby chino as you would say or as i would say uh and it is not uh, the big boy black tea so yeah it's just kind of in the middle so yeah um oolongs like i said at the start there's a lot of different types you've got like some examples of like common ones you've got light dark green and aged oolongs um Once they're brewed, the colour again, that varies depending on the oxidation levels, so the lighter oolongs, which are less oxidised, are closer to a pale yellow colour, or almost a light green colour. The darker oolongs can be more amber to reddish brown, so again, think back to kind of what we just said about hajicha as well um aroma wise it ranges from floral and fruity to roasted and nutty with the aroma evolving as the leaves unfurl during steeping so what's quite interesting as well about it is um when like probably come to it i mean minute. basically as the as a really interesting fact about it is apparently with oolong leaves they can um you can kind of like re-steep them numerous times and as the leaves unfurl, like new flavors kind of emerge from that i thought that was really interesting i've got facts about it if i haven't told you everything about it if there's more context to give you i'll give it to you but yeah i thought that was really really interesting i've got notes further down on it um before i get into the tasting part of it do you get any of those aromas i I feel like i do yeah i mean it does smell cold brewery in terms yeah, of coffee but. it's got
0: coffee in it but it does smell a bit roasty that could be coming from the coffee of course um it does like you said it's perfumey that's potentially coming from the oolong um as well as the nutmeg and the cinnamon
1: yeah i would i would agree I yeah would agree i think like there.
0: all those things that are on the list of what's in it you get elements of those like i get a bit of cacao get coffee i get vanilla i get nutmeg i get cinnamon like i'm getting floral perfumey for the oolong tea like i'm getting all of that in the aroma
1: the hard part about this though i feel like is because it has it does have co- like you said it's got coffee yeah. in it it's got cacao nibs in it it's got vanilla it's got nutmeg it's got cinnamon so like all these flavors that could just or a lot of these flavors that could just come from some of these teas yeah um it's hard to know because it also yeah, you- I mean, that's kind of a sign of someone that knows what they're doing, though, doesn't it? That they yeah. like, we will take these similar ingredients and we'll pair them together. Yeah, and so it kind
0: of bumps up the various different bits of it.
1: All right, I'm going to taste it. Okay. Ooh. That, that's I mean, I don't think it tastes 10% though. It tastes boozy, but I feel like it's very heavily cacao nibbed. Yeah, there's a lot of cacao in there. It's very cacao nib specific because like sometimes when people say like chocolate or cocoa you're like no this is cacao nib and if you know what that tastes like you will know what we mean yeah
0: I'm I'm getting the nutmeg and the cinnamon I don't get as much of that vanilla in the
1: taste but I do think vanilla just hides so it is so delicate And when you have all these other things, it can just be overpowered. Like cacao nib, I feel like for me, tends to overpower a lot of the other flavours. So for me, that is like the main of what I'm getting. But it's not as bitter as I normally find cacao nib. It is like, I normally find it really quite bitter. But this is more like... (laughs) Like when you're baking with chocolate, you're baking with like proper like baking chocolate, but... You kind of like lick the spatula um and there is almost that but it's not too aggressive because it's like once you've mixed in like some butter or something you're like oh it's a little bit easier to take that's how that's how it's landing for me i'm still getting like
0: as i've had more tips i'm getting that kind of perfuminess as well
1: so tasting notes as far as oolong goes um light ones are more fresh and floral they're going to be reminiscent of like orchids or lilacs um some of them may also have some subtle stone fruit notes which i thought was really really interesting Mm -hmm. didn't really expect that darker oolongs are richer and they're more robust in flavor with more notes of roasted nuts i would guess that potentially what was used for this was more of a uh, darker roasted one just based on those characteristics um yeah, in addition to the roasted nuts, uh, there can also be honey, sometimes caramel or dark chocolate. Again, that's why it's almost perfect for use with this one. Yeah, I feel um,
0: like I do get a little bit of honey. Now you said that
1: so i feel like if i had to hazard a guess i haven't read the label i haven't looked at like any of that so i don't i I haven't read the label other than those specific ingredients so i don't know but i would guess that's what it is um green oolongs have a mix of flour and vegetal flavors with a buttery and creamy texture so you're probably happy that that's not (laughs) what you're getting um there's also sometimes hints of grassiness or green beans which green beans i thought not the weirdest thing i've ever heard is the description no. but interesting nonetheless
0: yeah i'm glad we're not definitely that heard weirder this. than that yeah.
1: same uh, and then you've got your aged oolongs which may have deeper woody flavors and hints of tobacco leather and gentle earthiness oh, yeah. so again like i guess i could see in some ways how there was potentially how how an aged oolong could work really well with this flavor profile yeah. um but i'm not really getting any of that i think that for me it it lands much more like a dark oolong yeah i would agree with that and just i guess to cover like what is a milk tea just in case anyone people don't know a milk tea is a drink that's made effectively by combining tea with milk or a milk-like substance it is literally that easy um what's in it and how it can be made varies massively um you can have it hot cold you know however there's no real guidance on that um a classic milk tea i did i did find out what a classic milk tea is okay typically uses black tea as the base before being sweetened with sugar or sweet syrup and then it's mixed with milk to create the creamy drink that is milk tea um History-wise, it can be traced back to ancient times, where there are records that suggest milk was added to tea in regions such as Central Asia and the Middle East. But it is thought that those were very, very different to the milk teas that we have today. I guess it's like technically, by that description, just a normal like a normal mug of tea is a milk tea. <laughs> like,
0: guess so. It is, isn't it? Though, like yeah. you like
1: I just put milk in a tea. Um, but some key examples of what people think of in our more milk tea, quote-unquote. So you've got, obviously, the classic, which I've just said. Yeah. Um, you've got boba tea, which is also known uh-huh. as bubble tea. I effing love bubble tea, even though I hate the tapioques. Um, so the the really flavour like of the, the milk it, the tea thing, I love.
0: I like the tapioca in, in a beer. Uh,
1: I find... Yeah, I've had that, and it is also really good. Um, I find that the tapiocas, it's like... They have to be fresh tapioca's. They have to be like the right ones. And there can't be too many. And I find that a lot of times you just get too many. That there's more. There's almost too many to actually enjoy the tea. And I actually really just love the milk tea. (laughs) So um, a a boba tea originated in Taiwan. And it, it features a black tea base. Milk or creamer, sweetener and the chewy tapioca bubbles. I think they're normally made using brown sugar brown sugar tapiokes, as i like to call them <laughs> but you can also have fruit in there and toppings as well so i have seen like fruity bubble bubble teas that use like mango and like all these really great ones but i tend to go with like dalgona coffee and like the coffee flavor or the just the standard milk teas because i had an oreo milk uh, bubble tea that was oh. like oh child it was so good and then i watched my manager nearly choke on the bubbles and while i feel bad it was potentially one of the funniest things i was thinking he had oh, never no. had a bubble tea before oh, and he like took a sip and then he went and then he went what is this <laughs> and he's Amazing. like i thought it was a milkshake and we were like nah. no and then i watched him spit it out into the bin and then i cried laughing and it was great um you then have hong kong milk tea which is a strong black tea base, commonly this is a blend of Cylon and Assam, don't know if I've said this Ceylon one right, because that is a really hard one to pronounce. Um, and then yeah, you add evaporated milk to that. What I want to try though, is the Thai iced tea, which is strongly brewed Thai tea, which is a mix of black tea and spices, that's the base. And then you combine it with sweetened condensed milk and it's typically served over rice i could oh, fuck with that yeah, that sounds you, yeah that sounds like a bit, so yeah. good yeah love it um there's one called tertaric which means pulled tea and it's popular in southeast asia so typically that's made with black tea and condensed milk which is then quote unquote pulled between two containers to create a frothy top Oh, that was quite oh. interesting um, and then you have the good old classic matcha latte, which is matcha powder being whisked with hot water and then mixed with steamed milk. That is also a milk tea. So again, that's the theory of just get tea, add milk, add milk is a milk, is tea. milk tea. Is a milk tea. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Those are, those are the classic, the, the the big top tips. How, how, do you have much experience with bubble tea? I
0: don't. I don't think I've ever had one. But if anyone was at the uh, We Are Beer Festivals and frequented exhale stand, they were doing their blueberry and lychee sour with blueberry so good. boba
1: pearls in it. And they were giving you
0: a the, It It's great. The
1: pearls, though, those were the fruit pearls. I can't yeah. remember. They weren't chewy pearls. They were the fruit ones that popped. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. It's like, I, like, I like the i like the tapioques as well but it's like they're really chewy and if they're not Mm. fresh they're extra chewy and they're not and she doesn't like particularly nice yeah but also it's not just that it's like it is really it's like having a stale cracker is the only way i could describe it it's like you're like oh are you really looking forward to this cracker and then you take a bite and you're like "Oh." oh It's just chewing in a way that's not pleasant. So that's kind of like when you, it's like a stale tapioca ball. Oh, Whereas dear. these ones that we had were those fruit bursts yeah, and it was like, very... you pop that and it's like a burst of fruity flavor. Oh, it's, it's amazing. But I can't believe, I cannot believe you've Thanks never like so. had a no, proper bubble tea. No. I'm going to have to like get one to make you try it. <laughs> and I'll warn you that there's tapioca bubbles in it. So you don't know if i so I don't joke.
0: think it's a milkshake and nearly choked to death it was to
1: be fair he had the oreo one and he and it looks like a milkshake and he just understandable we saw him come out we're like oh your your bubble tea's over there he's like oh cool and then he took a sip and he just went (laughs) 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 if you're watching the bit like that that's a visual thing you're not going to be able to get it from (laughs) the audio only basically he just made this face that was like pure fear and concern and confusion (laughs) like all wrapped up into a bow and we were like, oh, "What has happened?" And then he slowly went, Ugh, and then he took it out. He spit it out, and then he went, "What was that?" <laughs> and I, we still talk about it to that day, to this day. I told my my uh, coworker that's just joined. I was like, <laughs> "She's like, I love bubble tea," and I was like, "Oh, our oh, manager hates it." For you. <laughs> I react to things that he posts sometimes with the bubble tea, and he's like, "I hate that," and I'm like. I created an emoji which is a bubble tea <laughs> doing a shrug, so I've responded with that, and he's like, "I hate that. I hate the bubble tea." And I'm like, "Bubble shrug." Uh, anyways, so yeah, what are your feelings on this beer
0: overall? I like it. Um, it's definitely a sipper at ten point three percent. I don't. I don't. It doesn't necessarily taste ten point three percent, but it is boozy, and it's definitely a, it's, it's
1: it's very complex. You need to like take your time over it. Agree with the complexity agree that it is more of a sipper and i think for me that sip the sipping element is because the cacao is so strong and i find that it's like you can't drink that too quickly because that again it doesn't maybe it doesn't make sense to anyone but me but that chalky like when i say chalky i mean like c-h-a-l-k-y type of chocolate um it's just a lot but like the complexity is nice and i don't think it tastes 10.3 percent and i actually think i could drink it relatively quick comparatively for like the abv if this wasn't a monday night yeah so but yeah it's really lovely i'm into it um shall we move on to our last and final
0: right so our last one is from the mighty overtone and it is called chai right it's a chai, chai latte stout
1: i remember seeing this one as well and being like uh, I think this was one of the first ones that were like we could do a tea episode and then we we're. I was like uh I don't know and then I saw the uh, when we saw the tamaki too I was like yes definitely yes we've got two now <laughs> so um I think someone had this the other night when we were on recording with the beer fridge guys
0: I think they did one of yeah. them. one we of them like, had it oh, and God. I was like
1: I was like <laughs> but I was like I couldn't say anything at this point because obviously we had already prepared to do this yeah. and I was like I can say nothing but this is great <laughs> um but yeah let's crack this bad boy open and talk about chai also i can tell you i learned the fact that yes chai means tea not that i knew it but i didn't really think about it consciously and then we watched the new spider-man cartoon okay uh over the weekend we watched it on sunday as it was our (laughs) duvet day uh and one of the characters is uh it's meant to be sort of like uh, of indian descent and he was like someone said something about chai tea and he goes that's basically just tt he's right. like you know chai means tea right and that's just saying tt tea tea. and tea i tea laughed tea. and i was like oh yeah that is true yeah. i was like i never really thought about that yeah <laughs> i haven't seen the new yeah, spider-man I'm so i don't gonna... know why i
0: saw it but i was like oh yeah like so don't say chai tea
1: because you're just saying tt tea tea. it made me chuckle i was like <laughs> i was like oh yeah i never really thought about like i knew it but i never really thought about it and he's like it's basically just saying tt and i was like it kind of is yeah Oh i can
0: smell those spices
1: oh child this is amazing i'm like super excited i can smell spices already oh i feel like i'm gonna love this i think you're gonna love this this smells like a bit of you i'm either gonna love it or i'm gonna be really disappointed because the aroma is not i feel like oh just to follow up on the last one i feel like the taste actually did live up to the aroma yeah, like i was I happy so. with it yeah this one i'm worried i could either love it or i could be super disappointed that it doesn't live up to the yeah. aroma so chai Ooh. my first my first note for chai was yeah. a chai latte is actually listed as a variation of a milk tea Ta-da! and then i think my second note was chai actually means tea (laughs) in hindi and many other languages it's not just hindi so yeah when you say oh chai tea latte like i do on a regular basis i'm literally going i'm having a tea tea latte (laughs) and now when i think about that that makes me laugh even harder Um, yeah it does actually i kind of do just because it makes me laugh so i'm like ha ha tea (laughs) tea um the origin of chai is that it originated in india obviously as i've said it's like uh chai means tea in hindi as i think that's probably like the biggest out of all the languages that that it means that in um and i found that it was initially rooted in medicine so i'm not going to try to pronounce the type of medicine because i know that i will butcher that <laughs> and it was hard to find a, a a guide that was very clear on how to pronounce it so i just won't say it um uh, but yeah it was it was rooted in medicine and i'm gonna imagine that part of that i didn't really say why but i'm gonna guess part of that is because what is in chai um which we'll cover in a minute but i think some of those sort of spices have historically been used for medicinal purposes um so yeah it's a strong black the strong black tea that is used in chai is typically assam and that was discovered in india so there you go that's a fun fact um and yes flavorful aromatic drink uh, blending strong black tea and then there's the combination of spices milk and sweeteners which again as i said actually makes it a milk tea so there's that nice little tie in there um to make i, I thought i'd give you the breakdown i couldn't really get the the tasting notes on it because it was it was quite difficult so weirdly it was quite difficult to find tasting notes on chai because the different ways the different combinations that okay. you can use to make yep. chai it it all kind of just depends there um because like i said it's so how you make it is it starts the black tea base so again that's typically assam due to the robust and bold flavors because that stands up to the spices the milk quite well but again i guess if you use a different type of tea for that 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 would again change the, fl- the flavor profile there um there's the spices which are uh the common spices are cardamom and that adds the sweet floral and slightly citrusy notes you've got cinnamon for warmth and subtle sweetness ginger for heat and zesty almost peppery flavors now i think for me this is like so much ginger and cinnamon that that is like the majority of the aromas that i'm getting now so i'm
0: getting cardamom oh Mm.
1: I feel like the first thing my nose picks up is ginger, and then some cinnamony elements. So I can I see really the cardamom get, in it, but I for don't me, really get it's ginger like
0: until you said that there's oh, ginger in it.
1: Mine is like screaming ginger at mm. me. Um, they also use clove, um, and that's for like an aromatic, slightly bitter flavour. Uh, black pepper, which is just a touch for heat and some extra depth and then you can use other spices like star anise nutmeg fennel etc and that's all for like the additional complexities so again that's why it's really quite difficult to say here's what it is um yeah milk is obviously added for its creaminess and the ratio of milk to tea varies depending on how rich and creamy you want your chai to be obviously um, and yeah you sweeten it with sugar it's typically an unrefined sugar but you can also sweeten it with honey or other sweeteners if that's your preference and then to prepare it itself you prepare the tribe by boiling the water with the tea leaves and the spices and the milk you put that all together let it simmer so that the flavors develop and then you let the tea brew and then you strain it and serve it hot traditionally but obviously as i said i like to have iced chai lattes so i have it cold and it works just as beautifully so yeah i mean there's different variations on it depending on the different regions and customs and like you've got one example for example is a masala chai so that's like you can have different regional ways of doing it um but yeah so i guess we just kind of started talking about it like what flavors can you pick up just from the aroma and like i said for me the ginger screaming i feel like this is
0: one of those tasting things where you want to like run to the kitchen and get the, cardamom <laughs> and the cinnamon and the and the ginger and like smell it and be like oh yeah that's because like you think you know and like i've like i've always said this about tasting like you think you know what a mango tastes like right but every now and then you need to go and eat a mango and be like we re, like recalibrate your tasting palate mm. so you know so you know what it actually tastes like you think you know what lemon tastes like you think you know what lime t- like you know all of those like we all say papaya when was the last time you ate a papaya like, do you
1: know what i mean we- or a lychee <laughs> weirdly uh you'll appreciate this because you know how you know yeah. my feelings are like guava <laughs> yeah. i was watching so like one of the videos <laughs> one of the youtube channels that yeah. i watch because you you know this and i think i've definitely talked about it on the podcast yeah, before and the people i work with also know how weird <laughs> i am so it's fine so i watch these like videos of like uh people making food in korea or like uh people just walking around in seoul or in tokyo or whatever and like one of these people that i watch they don't really talk they just have subtitles which is great because it's perfect for bedtime (laughs) rick thinks i'm weird because he's like how do you watch food before bed i get really hungry and i'm like for me it's inspiration i love it (laughs) he told me he was like joe also thinks you're weird and i was like
0: Cause cool, no, would make me hungry. I'd have to go downstairs, and make something to eat. Like, couldn't do it in bed.
1: No. He's like, I don't understand how <laughs> you watch food at bed, but like, I will watch this channel. And these people are great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout them out because I think everyone should watch them. They're the Dancing Bacon's, and it is like this Dancing Bacon's, they, the Dancing Bacon's. And I think they're a couple. I want to say they're from Singapore. Right? They're from definitely from somewhere in in an Asian. I think it's Singapore, but I'm right. not 100 sure. Um because it's really hard to tell because of where they do their videos. You can't know. Um, And they go to like all these different places like across Asia and they'll be like, we're in Japan now and we're doing like every vending machine. And they did like the most expensive vending machines in Korea, I think it was, or no, Singapore. And there was a car vending machine. It was amazing. But anyways, that (laughs) aside, they do lots of food stuff. The majority of the the stuff is food stuff.
0: Back to the food. They do like food stuff.
1: And they were having guava yeah. for breakfast and i literally turned around to Rick. they were showing us floating a thailand floating breakfast in a pool and i was right. like hell yeah i could live that life <laughs> um and then they had a guava and i was like i actually don't think i've ever had a guava <laughs> i was like i was like i know what it smells like in a beer i know what it tastes like in a beer i know what it tastes like quote unquote yeah. because of what i've been told it should taste like yeah have i ever have a guava though like an actual guava fruit no i have not mm, see so
0: you've got to have these things because it calibrates talib- your palate and this is one of the ones where you go to the you have to go to the kitchen and get all the spices out of that spice rack that you've never used
1: well the question <laughs> is i have all these things do you want me to go get them <laughs> no it's fine i can, this is
0: why i can smell cardamom because when i recalibrate my palate every now and then i smell the cardamom pubs
1: i think like it, the thing is is like now that it's been sat here open for a yeah. bit so initially it was like it's immediately ginger 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 yeah now that it's been breathing for me the cinnamon so as i said like it was ginger first and foremost then cinnamon now the cinnamon is definitely the cinnamon slash nutmeg is yeah. definitely or cloves it's really hard to tell sometimes because they all are very quite yeah, yeah similar they're all the pumpkin spice variety <laughs> they are all coming through um i think i can get cardamom but
0: yeah, so I get cardamom, then cinnamon, then ginger. Right, I'm toasting it. It's going. I don't get as much of the spices in the
1: taste. Or is it just because I've only had one sip? Oh, I don't know. I was going to say, my first sip, I found that really interesting. But I couldn't say why. All of a sudden, I just went, ooh. I feel like I'm getting more coffee. And then a bit of ginger. Oh, I'm not. I'm definitely getting spices i'm very much getting chai spices this is for me as a chai Mm. i'm not gonna say chai tea latte as a chai latte fan because i will have that on my when i don't want to have a second coffee i will go for the chai latte it tastes like a nice chai latte like those flavors
0: yeah for me are there
1: i'm getting a lot of cinnamon yeah
0: whether whether they
1: put it in there i don't know as i'm drinking more of it i'm getting more spices i'm reading the back of it another addition to our latte stout series this time bringing a winter warmer to the range milk sugar is added to a thick stout base before being conditioned with chai spices i genuinely i do get the chai spices and i'm not bad about it i'm happy about it i don't really get the coffee as much to be honest i get a little bit this is a 9% though. I don't taste 9%. Uh, no, it doesn't taste like 9%. That's lethal. That yeah. tastes like 6%. Danger Juice. Max. 6% absolute max. I said Danger
0: Juice to a a brewer at the festival for their 10.3% beer. And they, they were like, I need to change the name of this beer. <laughs> Because it was it was a bit so it was a Negroni sour made with carrot juice, (laughs) which I I couldn't get you because it ran out.
1: My can I just say my favourite story about that was she came over to the bar. She was like, I had this amazing thing. I had this, and she was like, could not wait to tell me. And I was like, amazing. And I was like, could you like maybe go get me because I couldn't leave because it was was just no, it was busy, absolutely rammed. I couldn't even leave behind the bar if I wanted to because there so many people stood around. Um, and i was like thank you this is great and then she came back <laughs> with what i can only say was a very definite stout after yeah. she had just been like i'm gonna get this it's really interesting yeah, it's made with this carrot thing. it's just, and i was like that sounds incredibly wild incredibly interesting i time will have that.
0: i made my way back upstairs <laughs> past the enormous toilet queue and past all the people back to the bar it had run out um so i got you a walnut whipped stout i instead. just
1: i just love it she came back and she went i was
0: like this is i got you this (laughs) i "I got you this this.
1: and then i went oh and she goes that is not it 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 is it is something very different and i was like i've noticed (laughs) it is not looking like it's made with carrot (laughs) at all (laughs) no i was like this is not it this is not the one um you were (laughs) like it's very good but it is not (laughs) what what i went (laughs) for i was like i didn't really want a stout but it was a very beautiful it was really good so i was like black iris made a yeah. delicious stout i wasn't even in the mood for the stout and i was like well i'm gonna drink it because this is actually really beautiful and, and it smelled right, great so, and then i gave it to rick later and he well, was like
0: this it was is so fucking great it was so good that was danger juice as well because it's 12 mm. um and it was <laughs> so it was a walnut whip stout and it was called uh whip it real whip good whip it
1: whip it real good that was such yeah. a good name yeah i've got a photo of you holding your phone with pure joy going. And I was like I love
0: I like, it this is it. I didn't get you the Negroni sale or one made out of carrots so. but I did say to the brewer um, this can is danger
1: you put it juice. in a can please I said
0: this is danger juice and he's like oh if I re-brew it I'll have to call it naughty carrot juice and I was
1: like yes I think I called something a danger noodle out of like I don't know my reaction was just snake. someone said danger no there wasn't even <laughs> a snake my reaction was just going oh danger noodle <laughs> I don't know why I just I just said it <laughs> And obviously, oh no one in my immediate no. vicinity had any idea what, what I was talking, talking about. And I was like, about? Oh, "I was like, oh, I think there was like a cable or something." And I went, "Oh, oh a danger noodle!" Because it was just like, I was trying to clean things up, and then I was like, "Yep, yeah, okay, it's just brilliant. me. Bye."
0: <laughs> Little insight into what it's like to work a BFS. festival with us
1: too. This is my. Oh, this is what it's like just to work uh, with me in general. My colleagues amazing. will attest. This is like. of the shit we talk about anyways is that (laughs) um let's finish it off with some fun facts before we before we go i've got i've got 10 fun facts for you because you know i like round numbers you know i like round numbers i just need i went with the 10 i couldn't go with nine because that felt weird um some of these might not be the most fun we'll see you tell me how fun they are uh fact number uh, i mean don't rate them because the ones that are not good will make me feel sad because i'll be like that was the best one and then you'll be like that was a one
0: (laughs) i don't want to make you feel sad
1: (laughs) don't rate them just thumbs up or thumbs down (laughs) fun fact or not fun fact um according to legends tea was discovered by emperor shen nong of china in 2737 bc when tea leaves accidentally fell into a pot of boiling water he was preparing i mean that's cool i don't know if it's true it's just a legend but it's a cool the, legend <laughs> i love the way we think things
0: started like there's a there's a legend that mead started in like a hollow tree and a with some rainwater and a, a fallen
1: beehive i mean that's a pretty good one though if you're gonna right. do it like that's we good actually good don't time. know it was a mistake fuck it right. sure <laughs> So uh, oh yeah that's true um number two i mean isn't that kind of more or less sorry side tangent again isn't that kind of how they figured out like just leaving a paddle in beer they're like oh yeast
0: <laughs> but they used to think that it was like the magic <laughs> paddle that started the fermentation
1: like, just, think, just think about that they're like one day we put a paddle in yeah. and it was just like this witchcraft like all of a sudden things happened because of the paddle
0: before that it's because they just left it open and the wild yeast got into it but then it used to be that like they knew they could start fermentation by using the same kind of stirring stick which was obviously made out of wood and of course the the yeast was in the wood from where you know they obviously weren't sterilising it between because they didn't know about that so the yeast was in the wood so they knew if we stir it with this stick it starts it off right or we put a bit of the old beer in it and it starts it off because it's magic but actually it's you know yeast (laughs) that they didn't know about yet because i didn't know about microorganisms
1: i like to think more that they were like when we use this like this when we use the circular motion this like circle motion is the one that's the one that gets it going and they were like they always have to do it in the same exact way because they're like that's the one that kicks it all off (laughs) in my brain that's how i would love that they would have thought about it um fact number two tea is the second most consumed beverage in the world do you know what the first is uh
0: it's not beer is it
1: no it's not sure isn't um
0: so it's not tea and it's not beer Ooh, i mean other than water <laughs> it is water oh water it is, water. is the first Oh, okay. most consumed beverage yeah, well, and then it's tea and then it's, then it's coffee
1: tea. oh and then so. it's coffee okay yeah um so my third fact was i guess thumb up thumb down on the funness of that fact in the middle medium 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 (laughs) unsure okay uh third fact like beer different teas require different temperatures for brewing so green tea as an example typically is brewed at a lower temperature which is around 70 to 80 degrees celsius or 160 to 180 degrees fahrenheit for americans listening and that is to avoid bitterness um so also like beer just to be the harbor so i'm the harbinger of doom this time uh climate conditions weather conditions economic factors all those can also lead to impacts in tea production so it will be interesting to see how that shapes the tea landscape in the future climate change is real y'all that one's a bit sad yeah don't don't rate that fact that's a sad one um dr doom gloom is here So, you know how we talked about when we did our coffee episode? Yes. About the most expensive coffee. I think it was from Kuala Lumpur. Oh, yes. And it's the one that is basically the poop coffee. The poop coffee, yep the poop coffee um so sticking on a similar toilet theme there's a chinese entrepreneur who created panda tea and that is grown using panda poop as fertilizer because he claims that the nutrients from the panda's digestion enhances the tea's flavor i mean
0: slightly better cause it's not...
1: yeah but it's also not coming from it's direct not coming or, like, out, you're of, not... yeah,
0: out of the poop it's just helping the plants to grow
1: yeah so like that feels a little bit less wild Because you're like, yeah, it's just a panda's poo. I mean, one of my
0: granddads did used to, like, if he was driving
1: along and there was, like, a horse,
0: some horse manure on the side of the road, he would, like, be like, I'm going to go gather that, use it in my allotment, because it was really good for fertilising his plants.
1: So, I'm not not going to say at all... I'm not going to say at all where I I thought you were going with that. (laughs) But it was not that. And I was very glad that it turned into that. I was like, okay... (laughs) just say no more okay. uh but very going tonight yeah not there um so the next fun fact is that in some parts of asia there is a trend of topping tea with cheese foam cheese foam yeah like foam from cheese how do you make cheese fo- well i don't know i don't know cheese, cheese. foam Foam. they top it with cheese foam because apparently like those like, like while you think that's absolutely disgusting right. actually the cheese way foam. the flavors the flavors work together apparently work very well i don't think i want so cheese that i don't tea. personally want that uh, but then you also have parts of um in parts of the himalayas and tibet where traditional tea includes adding butter and salt to the brewed tea, to the brewed tea. It's not even part of the brewing process of tea. I mean,
0: I've seen people add butter to coffee. So like, I have that as well. Like a keto no thing.
1: Yes, that's a keto yes. thing. Um, because I remember seeing that in the US and being like, "What the like what on the yes. coffee menu." We were like, "Why is it asking if we want to add butter That's to this?" We were like, "That's thing, so yeah. weird." And then obviously Rick was like, "Because you know, you Americans love butter," and I was like, "No, <laughs> I was no. like, I was like, this is not normal. Like, this is not a normal way." And he goes, "Maybe it's just a typo, and they didn't mean that, yeah. and the butter's meant to be for like the bagels or the the muffins or whatever." And, and I, I was know. like, "I don't know. It's very clearly listed with coffee in ingredients." Coffee. Yeah. And then I found out because we were saying it to someone that I'm, we're friends with over yeah. there, and they were like, "Oh no, it's a keto thing." And I was like, I did think that was weird, and they're like, it's a it's a dietary, yes, yeah. Yeah, dietary thing. So,
0: weird.
1: I still think it's weird. Yeah, don't weird. really understand it's All I know is, quote unquote, it's a keto thing, but I don't yeah, actually know I what it does. How it? I don't
0: understand how it works with ketosis and all of that. Jazz. <laughs> well, not, not, for, me. not and, for me. But if you enjoy butter in your coffee, continue to do it. You do. But also tell tell me about it
1: because I kind of want to know yeah, tell us what why, it does
0: and tell us how it how it tastes
1: um next fun fact all types of quote-unquote true tea now i don't know what's f- f- false f- tea. tea true tea <laughs> true tea uh such as black green white or oolong and i guess everything else is a big old phony i don't know uh they all come from the same plant species which is camellia sinens- sinensis okay. so um the differences in their characteristics and flavors apparently are all due to variations in how they're processed that was really interesting that's interesting yeah yeah thumbs so up. yeah that's a good one thumbs up yeah in morocco again someone from morocco is gonna to listen to go this is factually incorrect but the internet told me it's true so you're wrong uh in morocco it's common to pour tea from a height to create a frothy top oh. i don't think i've ever seen tea with a frothy like a frothy top the only time i've seen it is when it's been like a, a milk tea or like some type yeah. of latte but that's interesting um here's another really good one in 2019 a chinese research team announced successful growth of tea plants on a chinese space station so tiangong 2 the seeds from said plants were sent to space in 2016 and they found that the tea plants that grew up there had smaller leaves and they grew faster than their earthly counterparts and the tasting notes and aromas were also slightly different so mm. i thought that was different they were looking at ways to see could it grow in space let's right, yeah. see what could happen there so was quite interesting so when we destroy the planet and we have to move planets it's true uh down to the last two facts we're going to move on past the doom and gloom last two facts <laughs> um can you guess so i've got the top five producers of tea in the world who do you think they are top like countries or brands countries
0: countries um in no particular order india china uh japan uh
1: some other places (laughs) (laughs) like all those other places places. (laughs) because i guess we've spoken about china japan and and india quite a bit uh so this is all by the um well metric tons produced per annum okay. is how much this is based on top five producers of tea in the world as of just a few months ago were number the number one actually do you want me to go from the start or the, the end should i go from the end yeah
0: go five, four, three, two. number one. five
1: yeah yeah number five is turkey
0: okay
1: with one hundred seventy-five thousand metric tons produced per annum number four is sri lanka with oh, yeah. 400k tons produced per annum number three big surprise to me kenya with 305k tons produced per annum yes that was
0: kenya is coffee really coffee yeah Yeah,
1: they are the over they're smashing it out with all the production of your breakfast your favorite breakfast beverages or your favorite daytime (laughs) beverages to keep you running and caffeinated um number two as you guessed was india with 900k and number one predictably is china with 2.4 million absolutely like all the others are just dwarfed in comparison to Um, that 2.4 million and the next one's 900k did you see uh do you see that little
0: tweet twitter exchange when when it was twitter um about the guy who thought that yorkshire tea was grown in yorkshire no. So, so, so someone got really upset. Please. Because he was just like, oh, you know, British maid, blah, 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 drinking our Yorkshire tea, da, da, da. And, like, Yorkshire tea was like, it's not grown in Yorkshire. <laughs> and he was like, what? What do you mean Yorkshire tea's not grown in Yorkshire? Why is it called Yorkshire tea? Like, very upset that Yorkshire tea didn't actually grow
1: in Yorkshire. What? <laughs> what? <it? laughs> Was he like, yeah, don't get those foreign imported yep. tea?
0: <laughs> Literally. Proper racist. And it's like, dude,
1: Yorkshire tea doesn't grow Yorkshire, mate.
0: We can't grow, York- grow tea here. What are you talking
1: about? Yeah, uh, that's okay. the whole thing. Like, if you look into the history, I stayed away from anything like, besides the intro where I said I'm from Boston and we chucked that shit in the <laughs> in the harbour, I stayed away from politics and tea. Yeah, there's a reason why I like British colonial Britain. <laughs> loves tea for a very i guess very, very obvious reasons very different reasons yeah. um so yeah and when you said Stomp. japan <laughs> when you say japan yeah they were actually not even number six they were number eight oh, not with far. only 89k okay comparatively to everyone else so that's like that's really interesting i think a lot of people like i said i think a lot of people really think about the same as you they think because i think of green tea and green tea culture and tea ceremonies and and yeah. like all of those uh what's known about you know places over in in asia it's like people will probably think oh yeah china if i i think that some people if they're not even thinking about chai they won't even think about india they'll just yeah. go china and japan they won't think about like anywhere else um but yeah actually it's six is indonesia seven is vietnam then you have japan Number nine is Iran, and number 10 is Argentina. So, oh, I wouldn't have thought very Japan interesting. In mm. I wouldn't have thought that either. Um, and then our last... <laughs> no, not Yorkshire at all. That guy's going to have an absolute conniption. Um, he probably wouldn't have listened this far. If, if this man he even didn't listened, didn't he that. would not even make it to this episode. <laughs> He'd be out at episode one within the first five minutes. Uh, the last fact that I've got for you is that it's about the most expensive and rarest tea Ooh. that is out there. Uh, it is priced at 1.2 around roughly around 1.2 million dollars a kilo and it is the most expensive and rarest in the world. It is called the Dahong Pao tea. So it's an oolong breed i love how they have to call it a breed oh it's an oolong breed um with records dating back to the ming dynasty and it's uh the finest quality of the teas come from the mother trees of which there are only six in existence six wow which is i guess what makes them super rare and super expensive so
0: what does that work out? i thought i'd end
1: on that one with a bit of luxury
0: does it say how much that works out like if you just wanted like a cup of it
1: it's not like the same as when we had the coffee where it was like oh you'd buy the most expensive coffee in the world it doesn't seem like it goes like that Um, although it does say the UK's what I have managed to find says the UK's most expensive cup of tea has arrived in London how much are you willing to pay for a cup Uh, the Rubens at the palace which overlooks the royal muse at Buckingham Palace one of London's swankiest hotels Um, this is an article by Secret London I should say uh so this is for a pot of uh cylon tea golden tips so not even this one which holds just three cups of tea it costs 500 pounds and then, and then it's, so it's like full stop. And the next sentence is just, it says, for a pot of silent golden tips, which holds just three cups of tea, you'll be handed a bill for 500 pounds. And the next sentence is, is literally just 500 English pounds.
0: <laughs> uh, and they complain about pints.
1: <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Uh, but yeah, that's a cup. So that's not even, that's a cup that's of tea blended. Uh, no, that's a rare tea blend produced in the highlands of Sri Lanka. Okay, That's been brought to the uk by a specialist team which is pmdt that's a great name um yeah i can't really find anything that expensive, has to do with the, the answer Spending.
0: it's expensive
1: if that one's not even one that comes like from one of six fucking mother trees <laughs> like that the only right. six trees in existence and that's 500 quid for Tripod. a pot that holds three cups
0: Uh, and i guess like for me i have
1: no i have no measurement of what a kilo is in terms of like what goes into a cup of tea i've no idea
0: no i don't know and like and why does the pot hold three cups like if there's two of you you want like two (laughs) each right you gotta have like one and a half each or you oh no you have you have the next cup of the most expensive tea i'll treat you
1: You i feel like it's like i genuinely feel like
0: that's gonna destroy friendships (laughs)
1: But don't you think Ambitized. that when they go three cups, like. when they go with three cups of tea, and then you're like, mm, that's not really three cups. That is really like two cups. Yeah. It's like two normal people cups.
0: Right, not the time, ty-
1: the like. Well, I've miles. also just Googled how many kilos in a cup of tea and Cora has answered from 2017. An answer of a kilo of tea makes up approximately 500 cups of tea. Right, so so if we do the math, so we do uh, five five hundred uh oh i don't even know how to do the math on this i'm bad at math can i pass how much, on this how much can you, i
0: just you can pass it to me right so how, how much let's <laughs> low of that 1.2 million.
1: million i went in so confident that i knew what to do with this math and then i was like i knew exactly the equation to do and then i started typing in numbers and i was like immediately i have no idea <laughs> It's like it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a big, big it's math. A lot. Yeah. Oh, my focus is on like English. It's not on in writing. It's nothing to do with math. Oh, that is funny. I almost cried.
0: Right, hang on. I'm divide that by five hundred. Big math. Two thousand four hundred
1: pounds. That would work out to that much One for cup. a cup. Like if you One were making cup. a cup with based on based on Cora's.
0: Based on Cora telling us <laughs> that there's five hundred cups. Cora telling kilo. 2,400 pounds for one cup. Thanks, Cora.
1: Yeah, because that is, like, that should be right. Cause it says it makes approximately 500 cups of tea. So it's not like it's, like, physically one, yeah. like, measuring cup. Yeah. So that hopefully is right. Um, that's funny as hell. That's I don't want to pay that for a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, but also, if somebody said to you, like, this is one... Like, how would you feel if someone's like, I can get you how much are you willing to pay for a tea that's made with one of only six mother trees probably
0: not a lot because i'm not that bothered by tea
1: yeah i know that's true but like (laughs) it's the opportunity
0: is that like yolo experience isn't it do you know how many beers 2400 pound is that's a lot of beers.
1: I feel like I'd have to I feel like I'd have to get something more than just a cup of tea. Like you'd have yeah. to show me the mother tree. Like I'd have to know. If you want
0: to go and drink that was your cup I wouldn't know what I was looking at. Under the mother yeah, tree. Yeah, yeah, in front of it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it would have to be a whole experience. That'd like, be more there would expensive have to be a than two thousand four hundred pounds. Well, it's included in this thing so like if in my brain you told me i would pay what i'm saying is i'd be willing okay. to pay that if you gave me like a tea ceremony at the tree and i could verify it was that tea there you she go oh, yeah <laughs> photo of me under the tea <laughs> drinking the tea um, yeah it'll be good yeah instagram Forgotness. worthy moments like <laughs> then i wouldn't post it to instagram no, because i'd be like i forgot <laughs> pretty much (laughs)
0: Um, that's all the fun facts facts I've got for you that was a good fun fact that was the best one I think that Mm. one was the best one I like the space Um, one it was cute the space one was good too and the panda poop the panda poop the panda poop was good (laughs) Uh, right we need to go finish these beers so Tori, if people want to tell you where you could get a cup of this 2,400 pound yeah. tea, or if you can, if you can, can find the, ma- you?
1: if you feel like you've done the math better than us, that yeah. you've seen like where you can actually get a cup of it. Because yeah. I tried Googling and Google's was... in this quick five second Google, it's failed me. So if you could do a better Google and you can let me know. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism. Or at gmail at adventures at gmail dot com. Let me know. Send me articles. Send me what you what you got, and I'll check it out. Um, if you want to send it to both of us, if you want to just tell us that we're both wrongins for not liking tea, <laughs> like, like in tea.
0: Um, and now I'm attracted to my or race, you want so to I weigh in and
1: <laughs> yeah, or you want to or you want to weigh in and say, are you team me who would pay two thousand whatever big math to have a tea ceremony under the mother tree or joe do you agree with joe and say i don't drink tea no Um, this is like that
0: moment when we were at the festival where you climbed over the thing and i was like absolutely not (laughs) oh that was brilliant i told rick about that that was great um yeah that's like the epitome of our friendship you're like whoop and i'm like absolutely not (laughs) done i'm not climbing over a barrier i will open it and close it again
1: (laughs) (laughs) forgot about that and <laughs> reminded me. it's just because you walked up and you went absolutely not <laughs> basically for the reference there was like just, it's not when she says barrier it was literally a yellow like it was those, one of those yellow things that it's you like just a ribbon
0: it's like a that ribbon that's in. it yeah yeah a
1: ribbon that slots in like you yeah. get in the movie theaters and i just went like whoop and i just climbed over it and joe walked up to it and she went dead serious like did not miss a beat she just went Oh, absolutely not. And then she
0: just opened it. I slid it it open. I went through and I
1: closed it again.
0: (laughs) Closed it. Not climbing over that.
1: (laughs) There was no words. I said nothing either. I just went and I climbed over it. And she just went, Oh, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, if you want to weigh in on would you be team by the T for a unique experience or a team absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. You immediately no. uh you can weigh in to both of us at a women's brew on instagram or a woman's brew podcast at gmail.com can, joe if if people want to hear more about your betrayal <laughs> to the british public where can they
0: come talk to me about to why you. i prefer coffee i just do peeps get over it um you can find me at my beer school which is love beer learning and we are on facebook instagram X. I don't know. I'm don't, I don't go on there, so I don't know what it's called now. We call uh, it Twitter. <laughs> TikTok and Pinterest. I'm mostly on Instagram, so come find me there. Or you can come to my website, which is lovelylearning.co.uk. Or you can email me, lovebelearning at gmail.com. I'm um, going to be putting some some uh, blogs up on the old website at some point. Maybe I'll do one about tea and beer. Maybe we'll write this up and have it on the blog if you'd prefer to read
1: it i Comment found out really that there. my blog link my blog link doesn't even really work anymore oh, because no. i lost the no it's it works but i lost the domain because i didn't repay for oh, it so now if you, you click domain. on the link if you so if you don't click on the link it says it's broken and i haven't because i haven't written anything new i haven't gone back <laughs> to update it. the links <laughs> um is it like can you just put dot there instead <laughs> don't give him free marketing this is not his this is not his space this is sponsored? not his face are we
0: now sponsored by rippower.co.uk we are
1: absolutely not we are not sponsored by him get out
0: <sighs> oh, on that note we're gonna go finish these beers cheers
1: cheers <laughs>